0: I can still remember me and miss nothing. The rain, beautiful and strange. Always so inclined, coloring outside the lines. Yeah, you were never a time. You've always been slightly awkward, kinda weird, upside down, and not all here. What's wrong with me and you is crystal clear. Sometimes I'm in a room where I don't belong, and the house is on fire and there's no alarm, and the walls are melting too. About you. Been the favorite, thought I'd seen it all. Till I got my invitation to the lunatic ball. My friends are coming too. How about you? Don't worry, it's all just a symptom being human. Unpack all your baggage, hide it in the adequate. You are but disappeared. This all seems so familiar, but it doesn't feel like home. It's just another unknown. I've always been slightly awkward, kind of weird. Upside down and not all here. Right or wrong, it's all so crystal clear. Sometimes I'm in a room where I don't belong. And the outers are firing, let's go along. The walls are melting too. How about you? But baby thought I seen it all Till I got an invitation to the lunatic ball My friends are coming too How about you? Don't worry, it's all just a symptom of being human Passengers on a ship of fools We're all just passing through Passenger on a ship of food Sometimes I'm in a group where I don't belong Let my horses on fire and let's go The walls are melting too How about you? I've never been the favors but I've seen it all Till I got the invitation to the lunatic ball My friends are coming too. On a ship of food Don't
1: worry, it's all just a symptom of being human.
2: everybody i hope my sound is coming through okay and i'm going to assume that it is um because the music come through okay i have not moved my laptop Tam's giving me a five five thank you you guys are wonderful it's thursday april the 20th in the year of our lord 2023 i'm so glad to be here and be able to just be on uh because podbean has been a trickster with me lately, and not been very nice. Tonight they've got some maintenance going on, so just some updates. If you don't know, um, taking care of that first, is Scott is not gonna be doing a live Fishers of Men. He will be uploading one after the pod bean maintenance. Kilted Christian is also canceled. Prayers up for our Texans, especially Brother Duncan, That. Um, Our Midwest has the places that need rains not getting rain and they're getting a lot of tornadic activity Strange events. That's going on. We all know it's hard Uh, I may be censored for this, but hey, it won't be the first time it won't be the last so pray for Duncan on you know that he gets rain that sweet tea Tammy gets rain But they don't get any damaging um, effects from this, guys, because they need our prayers for that. Uh, I saw a lot of things in the Midwest were really kind of amping up with this weather system going on. I know it's been weird here. We've gone from 40s and 30s to 80 the next day. Many people in the North saw that as well. Um, Angie, Ryan's wife, had told me that You know, they, she was in shorts and flip-flops over the weekend and on, I believe, Monday, it was snowing. So, yeah, we've had some really crazy weather events, um, all paid for by our tax dollars. So, congratulations, you guys, we all paid for that, um, through a wonderful government that manipulates us all. So, thank you, thank you, government, for doing that to our wonderful people. Um, Looks like Florida needs some rain, too. So, at the end, you guys remind me. We will pray for some rain for y'all and not damaging weather, but rain. I'm so happy to see y'all here. Tonight's topic is a hot topic, and we may may get into some buttons that are going to be pushed. I'm probably going to have some trolls, but... Sister Tam is going to be ready for any and all that may come awry. Doesn't look like we've got any so far, so I'm happy on that. Um, we had several that have come through lately. It seems like the more I'm trying to preach the word of God, the more that they try to come about. But hey, you know what? Our God's stronger. Our God's greater. And if he's for us, nobody can be against us. So we're just going to leave it at that, you know? Tonight's topic is on pronouns. And as you noticed, um, it says the circus is in town. And it seems like it is. I was going through, it. you guys know, some of you may know, I love to go through TikTok. Um, not because I post my own videos, but because I like to go through there. I like to find scripture, and which sadly there's not a lot of. Um, And then I like to go through and find funny things that I can share with others and just be able to bring to you guys. And so as I was going through, I noticed how um, there was a trend of really demonic transgender people. Um, And I say that because some of them are like, it it had in their captions, demonic voices and had the sound, it was weird. And so, you know, a lot of us, we we know that evil is real. We know that God is real and therefore evil does exist. Tonight we're going to dive into some of that. We're going to dive into what they're doing with our children and by trying to change them by they're they're even going as far as using scripture to justify their actions they're using his words they're 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 literally are blaspheming against the holy spirit because they're talking about how they them pronouns you know since it talks about it in the bible and they try to pull out john and some other scriptures no worries tam i ain't getting on the scriptures yet uh, i'll be there in just a second though uh, tam's awesome guys if y'all don't know um let's give a big hands up for our Maud tam she's wonderful um she's going to be bringing all the scriptures that i'm going to be going over tonight we've got several verses i'll put them in the um comments or upload section about whatever uh, and podbeam when I go to upload it so that way you guys can have it and don't have to worry it's also going to be on knickknacks um, but so I was going through some things and <laughs> she says she's gonna try I'm not insidious and little red come in and her fingers got the call in button and I know it was an accident but I am talk- taking call ins tonight so you guys be prepared. I know we don't have Kilted Christian tonight, so um, I'm here for as long as y'all want to be here. I'm not saying we're gonna go all night long or nothing, because I ain't gonna do that. That's just too much. But I, I was seeing a lot of things with with demons and with transgenders and and them trying to use the pronouns they them in in relation to scripture but they were trying to use it in their defense and I got to looking through scripture and it had me thinking and I've got some videos hopefully they'll play for you guys Um, I have discovered it's a pod bean issue not my soundboard issue so I'm hoping it'll all go through fine however uh, most of the time when they them us were used Those words were used as reference to demons, not to anything good. And we know that people can have demonic possession. We know that because scripture tells us that. Scripture gives us uh, many, many times it tells us about the demons. It tells us about how many have seen and come across demons and i'm gonna do um a show and interviews with people who have had experiences with not only the holy spirit but also demonic. um not really possession but they've had encounters with that because as much as we don't want to admit it evil exists it's out there and we have got to face it head on so in order to do that we have to use the testimonies of those that have experienced those things we can't just sit there and say with a closed mind they don't exist because they do i've seen it so many times in the media about these blood packs um i think Kit Kat even shared it today in the bard's family room about how there was um I think it was Megan Fox, and I'm gonna get that clip. Let me get that clip real fast for you guys. So you can hear it for yourself. It was, I was like really shocked. I mean, I was shocked, but not shocked. If that makes sense. All right, here you go, guys. I hope this plays right. Tam, um, let me know if you hear the sound. There's blood in my mislead people are like people are imagining
3: us with like goblets and we're like game of thrones drinking each other's blood it's just a few drops but yes we do consume each other's blood on occasion for ritual purposes
2: only <laughs> it is used for a reason and it is controlled where it's like let's shed a few drops of blood and each drink it he's much more haphazard and hectic and chaotic where he's willing to just like cut his chest open with broken glass and be like take my
1: soul let me bleed on
2: you. <laughs> it doesn't
0: not happen, let me tell you. Maybe not exactly like that, but it a version of that has happened uh, many times. From a living human body. you offered me human blood said it would take me higher than I'd ever been in my life. Uh, I was kidding. Oh, I told him oh. I'd just as soon have an ounce of so pure adrenochrome. Suck a uh, baby's blood. Put it on my face. One of Oprah's favorites, Fountain of Youth. How come it's it red? Cells from baby force The young blood from teenagers.
3: Their hair, if it was gray, just turns stark.
1: If you think this is strange, you're not alone. I just want to give a big shout out to Megan Fox for coming out and being so honest about what her and MGK do. But guess what? All of the celebrities in Hollywood do this. They all perform these blood rituals. This is just the tip of the iceberg. So please, if you want to know more, I know this is pretty crazy for you, but if if you want to know more about what they actually do and why they do it, you need to go to vtvault.org slash just the tip and check out Just the Tip series because it literally explains all of this stuff. That quick 30-second clip, it pretty much sums up about what the film is about. So please, I'm not going to waste any more of your time. Please go to
2: so, you hear it right there. It's not easy to hear, but they do these blood rituals. They believe in that, and it's high time that us Christians actually accept that there is that evil, and we act on it. Um, one of the scriptures that I wanted to go over tonight My dog is distracting me. I'm sorry. She was barking and it got me. From Mark, uh, Mark 5, 9 from the NASB. And he was asking him, what is your name? And he said to him, my name is Legion, for we are many. These people are possessed by the devil. Luke 8, 30 um, the King James Version and the NASB both align pretty similar to this. So I went with the King, uh, King James Version just because wanted to kind of mix it up. But in Luke 8.30 in the King James Version, And Jesus asked him, saying, What is thy name? And he said, Legion, because many devils were entered into him. these demons exist they are there we have to be aware and we have to confront those like scott was talking about today on bended knee he was talking about um a guy in his community that had that was killed and a child waiting for the bus stop and there's nothing on the news well We're going to have to get out there and be the voice of each other, you know, because they're not going to get this out. Just like with this transgender agenda, they want it this way. They want it like this with the pronouns. And this is why I titled that pronouns, the only person ever In the creation, in the history of the universe, of of anything in existence that can have a they is God. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. That's the trinity. A trinity is three. Three are they. But what is evil trying to do? And I I touched a little bit on it. I'm sorry about Gabby, y'all. I touched a little bit on it this afternoon or this morning on Sister on Scripture about how we're passive we're so passive because we we want to be loving and kind but at the same time our being passive has allowed a whole lot of sin to continue to evolve even though we're not doing it in our homes it's happening in our communities so it's affecting us all uh, and they're taking advantage of all of this. They're taking advantage of the fact that parents love their children. They do. It's a natural thing. It's completely unnatural to not love your child, especially for a mother, you know, and so I've got a a testimony. You know, you guys know I followed Miss Chloe Cole. I'm an advocate of Chloe Cole because yes Steve we're not uh, we're not throwing the rocks but we need to we need to be out there discipling we need to be out there letting people know that Jesus does love them we need to be as active with Jesus and spreading the gospel as they are with the evil that's the only way we're gonna combat this but uh, Chloe Cole she's a teenager from california and i've been following her i've done um, the transgender episode transgender i think is the name of it episode um featuring her and chloe cole even though the um i think it was sb oh goodness what was that code it was um sb 130 or something like that um yeah gabby and charlie were playing sorry guys i got all the other sounds worked out but that one and there's nothing i can do about that though i have heard that when animals interrupt you it's a an angel or a sign from God or something though I don't know what he's trying to tell me when they're constantly barking and interrupting me it's just it's kind of annoying to me and I'm sure it is to you SB 107 so SB 107 many people were following it um, it was to allow um, the transgender um, health I hate to say stuff but It was to allow health care insurance policies or whatever to cover the transgender surgeries. And so I've got a clip from Chloe Chloe Cole where she was in. um, She actually testified. It was at the California State Assembly. Um, it's been several months ago when she did testify, but her testimony is, is is why we have to really help fight for these children that are being manipulated by a system. They see things because the media is showing it as a popular thing, and so they go to it. They don't know what they're doing. It's our job, not only as the parents, but it's our job as also adults but more importantly it's our job as children and disciples of Jesus to go out there and and be in front of these schools the public schools with signs talking about how they don't need this transitioning on this this surgeries and they need to understand because they're raised, usually, what I've seen statistically is the children that this is happening to were raised in front of a video game or a screen. They didn't have parental love, and they're seeking love. And so while they're seeking love, the ones that are giving them those, that love is the same ones that's been manipulated by this system. And that's and in the public school system, sadly. They're being manipulated. And so they're bonding to those children who are similar to them. But the only similarity they share is not that a boy is a girl and a girl is a boy. It's the fact that they were neglected at home. I mean, let's just be honest and be real here. They have an issue where they were neglected at home. And then the parents are useless and they allow not all of them, but the ones that do allow their children to go through with these surgeries, that, that deserves a meal you know, because they're, God gives you that child, not for, for life. God gives you that child each day while you have that child to raise in his way to walk in his walk and to be Christ-like but when they get older into adults they go off into the world and they marry and when they marry they cleave to their either their husband or the wife you know whether you got a son or a daughter and then they start anew so you only have a certain amount of time to instill the values that actually matter to these children but then these parents are, are so busy and self-consumed with the evil that they don't even care and so therefore it's our job as as Christ followers to go out there and be in front of these schools to go to these school boards and to fight for these children in any way we can um, which is why I'm constantly on the transgender subject because it it really unnerves me to see what they're doing to our children. They're manipulating our children and if they change this generation and the next generation, it's lost. Um, I mean, that that's kind of hopeless sounding and I don't mean it to sound hopeless because in the end, I know Jesus when he comes back. I know where I go and I pray that that's where my children go. I've raised them that way but I don't have the control over that, you know. They're both over the age of 18 or 18 and older. And even though I want to protect them and keep them hidden under a rock, I can't. We can't. So, while we've got this, you know, whoever's got the free time, and I know that's hard to find. I get it. But, it, you know, find some people in your community and Even if you can't find anybody, go up to a school. There's a gentleman that stands in um, an area in the city next to me every weekend. He's out there every Saturday with his sign and he's got scripture on there. And every weekend there's a new scripture and that matters. It may seem small, but it matters. It may be boring, but it matters. All right, here's the testimony from Chloe Cole.
4: My name is Chloe Cole, and I am a 17 year old detransitioner from the Central Valley. I was medically transitioned from ages 13 to 16. My parents took me to a therapist who affirmed my male identity, and the therapist did not care about causality or encouraged me to learn to be comfortable with my body. He brushed off my parents' concerns about the efficacy of hormones, puberty blockers, and surgeries. My parents were given the threat of suicide as a reason to move me forward in my transition. My endocrinologist, after two or three appointments, put me on puberty blockers and injectable testosterone. At age 15, I asked to remove my breasts. My therapist continued to affirm my transition. I attended a top surgery class that was filled with around 12 girls that thought were, they were men. Most were my age or younger. None of us were going to be men. We were fleeing from the uncomfortable feeling of becoming women. I was unknowingly physically cutting off my true self from my body irreversibly and painfully. Our trans identities were not questioned. I went through with surgery. Despite having therapists and attending the top surgery class, I really didn't understand all the ramifications of any of the medical decisions I was making. I wasn't capable of understanding and it was downplayed consistently. My parents, on the other hand, were pressured to continue my so-called gender journey with a suicide threat. I will never be able to breastfeed a child. I have blood clots in my urine. I am unable to fully empty my bladder. I do not yet know if I am capable of carrying a child to full term. In fact, even the doctors who put me on puberty blockers and testosterone do not know. SB 107 is circumventing state's laws that have needed safeguards in place so my story is not repeated. Children cannot consent. Vote no on SB 107.
2: So they didn't, the no votes didn't win on SB 107, but the testimony of that young lady to stand up against the grain, against the norm, we've seen many, many, many people who have tried to go against the whole transgender agenda, who have been completely persecuted one example is 60 minutes 60 minutes ran an episode about how teens regret transitioning that they they shouldn't have done it and wish they'd had more guidance and and how many of you guys i mean we're we're adults all here in this room how many of you guys and even the ones listening later i'm i'm pretty certain are adults because most children aren't even going to want to be on podbean except for our sweet wonderful little bear but how many of you guys really have have said i hate you to someone as a especially us women okay i'm gonna go ahead and just just call it out ladies i'm gonna call it out i did it i i'm gonna own it i hate you mad right Oh boy. Talk about we women try to strike where it hurts. I mean, we really do. We can be vindictive and really cruel sometimes. Not all the time. We could be just as loving as we can be mean. But at the same time, teenagers don't understand what they're saying at the time. You know, they're just thinking on on direct instinct that fight or flight they feel hurt so what do they do they fight with words they haven't understood how to be able to actually process those emotions those feelings because you know what they're not of age the human brain is not fully developed till the age of 21, but now they want to say that seven-year-olds can go out there and make up their mind to, turn, to cut off their penis or take puberty blockers and, and cut off their boobs. I mean, and they don't even have boobs. It's like, what world are we in? We have, we're in a circus. The circus is in town because this can't be reality, although sadly it is. But we've got to find a way to fix this. This is our problem. This is our problem. Because we have been, and I'm not going to include everyone in this, but I'm going to include myself. I have been a very passive Christian, pew marshmallow, so to speak. Although I wasn't in the pew because I saw what was going on in the pew. So I was kind of a pew marshmallow from my my couch. I was a couch marshmallow Christian. And in 2020, something changed. A fire was lit in me. And that fire has been going nonstop since then to where I've realized if we, it doesn't matter how much money you have or what you're out there doing. If you're not out there trying to make a difference and actually making a difference and doing something that's gonna help humanity, then what are you doing? Why are you out there trying? I see uh, Ron's in here in the chat. They they do their show, Um, him and Burke and Flightworks. Mary have their testimonies, the Godcast, and it's so amazing. And I'm not saying everybody needs to be on Podbean or podcasting, because that's not for everybody. God made us all different, but we all need to get out there and get active and stop being passive Christians, and realize that we have active demons. I'm going to read Matthew eight twenty eight, and when he had come to the other side into the country of the Gadarenes, two men who were demon possessed met him as they were coming out of the tombs. They were so exceedingly violent that no one could pass by that road. And behold, they cried out, saying. What do we have to do with you, son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? Now there was at a distance from them a herd of many swine feeding. And the demons began to, con- to entreat him, saying, If you are going to cast us out, send us into the herd of swine. And he said to them, Be gone! And they came out and went into the swine and behold the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea and perished into the waters. And the herdsmen ran away and went to the city and reported everything including the incident of the demoniacs. And behold the whole city came out to meet Jesus and when they saw and when they saw him they entreated him to depart from their region. there are demons that are out there there are demons that we are fighting against it's not just um something that we say but it's truly good or evil job 4 then eliphaz the temanite answered and said if we essay to commune with thee wilt thou be grieved who can withhold himself from speaking? Behold, thou hast instructed many, and thou hast strengthened the weak hands. Thy words have upholden him that was failing, that was falling. I'm sorry. And thou hast strengthened the feeble knees. But now it has come upon thee, and thou faintest. It touches thee, and thou art troubled. Is not this thy fear, thy confidence, thy hope, and thy uprightness of thy ways? Remember, I pray thee, whoever perished, being innocent, or wherever, or where were the righteous cut off? Even as I have seen that they that plough in equity and sow wickedness reap the same. By the blast of God they perish, and by the breath of His nostrils they are consumed. The roaring of the lion and the voice of the fierce lion and the teeth of the young lions are broken. The old lion perisheth for, that, for lack of prey, and the stout lion whelps are scattered abroad. Now a thing was secretly brought to me, and mine ear received a little thereof. In thoughts from the visions of the night, when deep sleep falleth on men, fear came upon me, and trembling, which made all my bones shake. Then a spirit passed before my face, the hair of my flesh stood up. It stood still, but I could not discern the form thereof. An image was before mine eyes, there was silence, and I heard a voice saying, Shall mortal man be more than just God than more just than God? Shall a man be more pure than his maker? Behold, he put no trust in his servants, and his angels he charged with folly. How much less in them that dwell in houses of clay, whose foundation is in the dust, which are crushed before the moth. They are destroyed from morning to evening. They perish forever without any regarding it. Doth not their excellency, which is in them, go away? They die even without wisdom. Jove has come across a demonic spirit, in my opinion. In Job, uh, on, on verse 14, 414, where it says, Fear came upon me, and trembling, which made all my bones shake. that a spirit passed before my face. The hair of my flesh stood up. He knew, Job knew, that something evil was coming around, that something bad was coming for him. He knew it. He saw it. He felt it. it's some of those times where we kind of feel that there's something bad there and joe was one that spoke up against everything against even even though his friends were sitting there telling oh you're 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 not true you're this isn't so you've got to have done something wrong because that's why god is punishing you you're being punished it wasn't that the fact that god knew That Job, no matter how punished he was going to be, Job was still going to be a faithful servant. God saw that Satan was looking at Job. God saw where Satan was wanting to come into Job and manipulate him. But God knew that his servant, the best servant that he had, Job, was not going to be tempted or manipulated by any evil. That's what we've got to do. We've got to put on that armor of God and do like what we see in Ephesians and and actually put on the armor of God because there's there's a whole lot of evil at bay. I see Murphy saying I've been feeling uneasy these days myself. You're not alone sis. You're not alone. It's there's many of us. I think that are and that are going through this stuff that we, we're not quite sure what it is, but we, we feel it. We feel something, like something is brewing and the energy definitely, like Tam said, the energy has shifted. And it's shifted so much so that we've noticed it. Um, many have noticed it. It's not just good that's noticed it. I mean, last night in Australia, I believe there was a, um, an eclipse. There and so, I mean, there's things happening that is called out in the Bible and scripture that we're going to see, but like God tells us, and Jesus tells us, it's kind of like the birthing pains, but see not that we're you know, don't be, don't be worried, don't be afraid. Ephesians 611, Put on the full armor of God, that you may be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Wickedness is in the heavenly places. Wickedness is there don't don't be blinded to think it's not there therefore take up the full armor of god that you may be able to resist in the evil day and having done everything to stand firm stand firm therefore having girded your loins and there is actually a process to that I did not know but there's a process to gird your loins Having girded your loins with truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, in addition to all, taking up the shield of faith, which, as we talked this morning, this, the, uh, Hebrews 11, 1, Faith is the things not seen. It's uncertainty of things unseen. It's believing even though you don't see it and I have no clue how it's gonna happen. It's it's like Jesus said, getting rid of all your belongings and just going off into the wilderness and following him. It, it's that, 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 that faith that many call blind and I don't even like seeing blind faith anymore, but it's that going out and knowing that because God says and God promises you life, and He promises you good things and not harm. All good comes from God. Anything bad comes from evil. And so if we know that all good comes from God, all bad comes from evil, we know how to discern those. God promises to love us unconditionally. That's the love that a parent has with their child is that unconditional love. No matter what they do, you're going to love them. But that's where some of the problem comes in with the whole transgender thing. Because even though... Um, yes, it is. To gird your loins is... It's the cloth that they're... I uh, Thank you, Tammy. Um, when you gird your loins... So they wore the long, white... Um, it's not really a tunic, but it's not really a cloak. It's like, a, I guess, like a dress. It's, I ain't saying a dress, but it, it's that white long thing that they wear. Sackcloth, maybe. Might That might be the better word. I don't know. So forgive me on that. But they take it and they tie it. Almost kind of like how Scottish do with a kilt. Um, except for the, they, they tie it. And it's in almost like to gird your loins, because the men didn't wear underwear. And so they tie it up in different ways to where it protects their testicles and their penis, to be anatomically correct. Good evening, Dawn. Okay, I'm glad that was a good description. Okay, uh, yeah. I don't know how to be other than anatomically correct. That's how I raised my girls, and they say the same thing, so. But that's what it does. And I'll get a picture for you, Murphette, so that way you can see it. I didn't know it either, but I did when I was going through Passover. Um, the Passover traditions, I saw where it said to gird your loins, and I was like, oh, this is cool. Okay. In addition to taking up the shield of faith, with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming missiles of the evil one. Get that, guys. All the flaming missiles of the evil one with the shield of faith. Then, well, I'm adding then. Sorry, it says actually in scripture. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God. So we're not going to be using guns and ammo. This isn't going to be the American Revolution. Sorry, guys. I wanted to go firing off some ammo too, you know. I did. I really, really did. But this isn't going to be the battle that we've seen before. It's a new battle. It's a battle of good and evil. Scripture tells us this. Our sword is going to be the Word of God. With all prayer and uh, and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit, and with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. And pray on my behalf that utterance may be given to me in the opening of my mouth to make known with boldness the mass the mystery of the gospel for which i am an ambassador in chains the in proclaiming it i may if i uh, in proclaiming it i may speak boldly as i ought to speak so i mean it's telling us god is telling us in in our armor of god what to put on what to be prepared for Lorelee says, um, she says, to gird is to prepare for a military attack, but more loosely, it refers to readying oneself for any kind of confrontation. When you gird for something, you are preparing for the worst case scenario. Gird can also mean fasten something tightly with a belt or a band, as in gird your loins. Or it can mean to surround or encircle. A field that is girded by trees is surrounded and encircled by trees. Thank you, Loralee. I like that. And with that, guys, it's 747. I promised to open up the call lines. Do we have anyone that wants to call in and discuss what's going on right now? With the whole pronouns, they, them, trying to be God, as well as... uh, what they're doing with our children or just anything you wanna chat about. Don't be scared. I know I got some chatties in here. Come on, guys. Anybody want to call? Okay, well, it looks like Merfed is, is having dinner, so I understand that. Moonwolf says in a minute. So, while I'm waiting on you guys, whenever you get ready to, you can call me on. It's open. I'll be trying to look, but I am about to read um, something, and I hope I don't lose you. I mean, I'm not going to lose you guys, but I won't be able to see the screen for a second. Um, So, Newsweek... As well as um, Breitbart and, and several other companies, or not really companies, but news outlets, have had multiple conversations on the transgender trans detransitioning and about how um, you know people are regretting actually going through with having these surgeries. And like I was saying earlier, um, some of them were actually, like with Chloe Cole, she's speaking out. Well, there was an actual, an ESPN reporter, believe it or not, I was shocked as well, who spoke out um, against, (laughs) oh, Dawn, that's funny, sweetie, Uh, buy your beans, babe. Uh, We're just talking about transgender and God and what God says about, like, I I really think that the ones that are trying to get these children to transgender is, it's demonic possession. That's all I could see for it is demonic possession. But, um, so the Biden administration, they've already said that they're going to, go forward and veto any bill that comes to his desk that bans um, transgender students at different events and competing in sports. You know, um, Scott had talked about that today. He had a um, girl on there who was uh, talking about how she was not comfortable being in a dressing room at her high school. And there being men in there. Like, even though they were claiming to be transgender, they were still men. They are biological men. Well, Samantha Ponder has sided with Riley Gaines in her opposition to allow men to claim to be transgender women to compete in women's sports. Riley Gaines um, is one that she was a swimmer. And she was; she had already spoke out about it. Well, finally, ESPN, there's, there's a female anchor that's saying, hey, look, you know, this isn't right. These women deserve to be able to have their chance. And they're trying to say, oh, well, the Biden administration is saying, well, we've got this, you know, everybody deserves to be able to play blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, Riley Gaines is saying, you know what? They can play. But can this man succeed on the men's team? Why take it away from us women? Why why do these men have to in just put themselves in to the roles of women? because what they they have little man syndrome or their egos aren't good they they got beat too many times in the men's league so now they're doing this and what really ticks me off moon wolf i saw your comment give me just a second hon um what really ticks me off is the fact that i know someone personally who is a man and is still with a woman who is playing the role of a transgender woman To get ahead in their career and they are they're getting all kinds of things you know but that's where the root of the love of money is the root of all evil you know i would rather in my boat that i'm my treasures that i'm storing up in heaven i would rather my boat be clear of all those rotten apples to be honest i don't want that taintedness hung over me you know and it's appalling the fact that these men are, are thinking that they're pulling something off of your people. And I mean, you've got half the administration, and it started with the Donald Trump White House. I'm not going to lie. When he, alla- he allowed Richard Grinnell, who's done well, I'm not going to knock him for that. His skills are good. His knowledge is well. He lives in San, and I don't condone that. I don't condone gay. I don't condone a man and a man because God created man and woman. He created them. He, not them as in, oh, I could be a man today and I can be a woman tomorrow. No, them as in man and woman. You either wake up, you have a wang, or you don't have a wang. When you're born, it doesn't change. No matter what you decide in your mind. I mean, I wanted it to be rich for a very long time. I wasn't rich. Got rich. Oh, guess what? That wasn't fun. It sucks, you know? People use you when you have money. And that's all from my soapbox. So, um... Moonwolf, go ahead and call in, brother. I'd love to hear from you.
1: Hey there. How you doing?
2: Hey, I'm doing well. I'm glad to be able to actually hear you, Pond Bean's cooperating. Tammy's giving <laughs> yeah. five. Hey, I think our prayers have worked to, to fix the pod Bean angry China man. How are you Wonderful. tonight?
1: I'm doing well. I'm using a headset right now. So can anybody tell me how my volume is compared to Nikki's? I know sometimes pod Bean has it different volume.
2: You're good on my end. Um, okay, Steve- awesome. Great, Jaja's got to feel good, and murfet has got three thumbs up. So you're good,
1: brother. Wonderful. So I'm actually dealing with this a little bit too, just not in a um, very, very um, in-your-face man- manner. I'm actually dealing with my professional organization. I spoke on Kyle show once about it before, the wildlife society that I'm kind of a part of. It's a um, professional organization. And I'm trying to inquire to them what they mean by diversity, equity, and inclusion because I want to make sure that I am understanding what they're talking about first before I say my piece and withdraw from the organization if they are trying to back that agenda.
2: Yeah, and see a lot of times like when you hear those words it's it's almost like the trigger words like with the pronouns. You know, when you hear diversity inclusion, you automatically know I mean, that's what I went to first thing. And I don't blame you there because it's important to know and support the right things. And I think a lot of us didn't, we didn't pay attention to that. We didn't follow where our dollars were. We were just trying to, Dawn said automatically, but yeah, we were pretty much automatically just been like, okay, well, we're going to be good. And we're going to try to do good. Meanwhile, these, these different companies, like who knows with this one, with the diversion and inclusivity, inclusivity, you know, what are they really planning?
1: Exactly. Well, from the way they had it written up on their page, like the uh, tab describing it, um, to me, it felt like they were kind of dancing that line, trying to not make it definitive one way or the other. So they had that, um, what do you call it? When you're uh, able to, deny, plausible deniability, you know? Um, so I wanted a direct answer to kind of make sure that I understand it. Cause yeah, there's, there is some shortfallings when it comes to certain fields of study because not enough people wanted to get into them who are a certain um, gender or a different background as far as their skin color. And th- that is great that they're starting to include that more and trying to reach out to those people. So that way we have a very broad knowledge base so we can start catering to the public as a whole um the only problem i would have though is when you start dealing with the transgender movement um, as a biologist to me as a technician and a biologist studying that stuff it goes against everything that you are supposed to believe in as a biologist you know that there is a man and a woman male chromosomes female chromosomes um and to say, okay, we're gonna let you into this field and kind of cater to you when it goes against the very foundation of what biology is, just seems um, kind of crooked to me. You know, it's like that. It's very. <laughs> it, it shows that they don't have a backbone when it comes to standing up for the truth of their field, and that's why I'm trying to battle that aspect. because My membership is coming up, and I want to. Um, figure it out before I withdraw or renew.
2: Oh man, we'll be praying for you all night because it—it's hypocrisy, is what it is.
1: That's it, hypocrisy.
2: It was trust the science when it was all about taking a clot shot. You know, oh, the science says da 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 da, and they even okay as a scientist, you know, with with evolution and. Using viruses. They try to use viruses as showing The the you know Darwinism, but when you get down into the facts of everything if you actually look at the, the, the viruses Yeah, and you may disagree they don't truly exist. They exist as a parasite and so we've been Misled in a lot of ways and it was hard for me to admit as a nurse somebody that's gone through Um, you know, with an associate's degree and went through a lot of science, you know, to, and I loved microbiology. It was like,
4: Mm
2: -hmm. it's tough to accept, you know, the lies and the manipulation. But when you got down to really looking at how cells work and, and the structure, it made more sense with a parasitic way just like with um like with the foods if we actually followed the clean versus unclean foods we wouldn't be susceptible to to parasites and i know i'm getting off on a little bit of a different tangent but um, we wouldn't be susceptible to the parasites whereas now because we eat whatever we are susceptible to those and we do need to do if we're gonna jesus gives us the freedom to have the unclean foods as well because he said it's not what goes into the mouth and the stomach but what comes out of the heart that defiles a man so we can have our bacon which makes <laughs> me because you know this gal. i'm still
1: gonna be yeah i'm bacon. still gonna be worried about the bio bio-engine- bioengineered stuff though that stuff gives me the heebie-jeebies
2: that should that stuff should give you the heebie-jeebies i saw um dr artists on that and everybody I got him on there and it's like, okay, um, you know, they're, they're doing this MRNA with pigs, the chickens, the cows, and totally manipulating our food source. God's really trying to tell us, Hey, go back to basics. Because if we go back to basics, which is raising and rearing our own food, we become more responsible, uh, members, not only of society, but for our family. You know, that's something that we've gotten away from because we're spoiled. I'm gonna admit it. You know, I was I, I was definitely a spoiled girl. But <laughs> I am learning the different ways and I hope the power grid doesn't go down, but if it does, guess I I'll survive because I have a farm, you know, and I'm I'm learning how to to grow and many people here are and you as well, you know, are learning to do the gardenings and um just learning different things and applying that outside the community, and I don't know if you guys know it or not. I'm just gonna kind of give you a plug here, but Moonwolf Nathan has been wonderful, um, oh, being thank you. his county and and not just talking the talk but walking the walk. So thank you for that. I hate to no put you. No worries. Like, hey,
1: it's. A- <laughs> wait, let- it's okay. What? Hello? I'm sorry. It keeps cutting in and out when you, when I'm talking.
2: Uh, I was muting. I was trying to mute um, for a second. Uh, so that way I didn't interrupt. I I had to mute with Angie every time because it, it was bad. Uh, pod was a butt.
1: I gotcha. Oh, you're yeah, going, for some... to
2: this, um, conservation. Uh, you said it's a conservation.
1: Well, my field is wildlife, um, just wildlife field in general. Um, I have a lot of play wherever I decide to travel in that. And I'm going as a independent contractor route because I'm trying to keep myself free from any government control. And I definitely do not want to become a government employee if I can help it, even though that's where most of the jobs are in my field. So I'm trying to break ground as far as teaching um, the those in charge of the the studies that you can hire independent contractors and get the work done just as well as a um, as an employee i don't want to be subject to some policies that some companies have that go against my rights so that's why i'm taking the route less traveled and trying to bullhead my way through it
2: Oh, props to you though. I mean, it's, it's really good that you do that trying to still keep it from, you know, where you still have control over what you're doing. That's the best thing you can do because once you allow the government to have that control, and I saw that a lot, like. Even with what Biden's doing right now with the schools, he's said that any of the schools that ban transgender athletes won't get federal funding. This is going to be, though it's bad initially, it's going to be good because these parents are going to say, well, I'm pulling my kid. That's it. Yeah. it. Especially with as many people that, I mean, in, in the last two years, I have seen a 75% turnaround on children that were homeschooled versus, or public school versus homeschool. You know, now it's a majority now of homeschool versus public school. school. And that's me wow. with a- us <laughs> in public school. So I'm seeing it, and I've been active. The only reason why my daughter's still in the system with them is because I've been very, very proactive, very involved, um, always on the boards and, and trying to do my due, due diligence with it but i if i had a child now in elementary middle and even early high school i wouldn't have them in school i'd pull them plain and simple Absolutely homeschool them and because there's so many reasons they just make it scary with all of the long lettering and stuff like that that the government loves to do
1: Oh, absolutely! They try to attack parents for keeping their kids out of school, threatening them with force of um CPS or the police officers coming to arrest them. And unless you have a group of homeschoolers who are willing to band together, um, it can be intimidating. You know, definitely intimidating to have those threats put against you by the, by the government.
2: Oh, it is. They're very threatening. And I mean, I, and I say this from experience, I've had my nursing license attacked because I voted, I had a Donald Trump sticker on my car as I home health nurse. Um, I got reported. It, it <laughs> was no of course, but it was a headache, you know? And the more that I can't tell you how many times I've been censored. I don't know how I still have my same Twitter account that I've had. Like I, I, I've learned to stay under the radar some, so I don't push the envelope too much, but I've been censored on many platforms. Facebook, I don't even have my account anymore. I've been banned, perma on Facebook. <sighs> it's like Twitter, you know, now I don't even hardly get on. Telegram, we're able to get on, but are we able to get the message out to others? We can, you know, I don't want Telegram to be an echo chamber which is why I try to put out different stuff. And I actually tried to go through and verify, you know, what I'm looking at and say, okay, is this, where, is this something they want us to feed into? Or is this something important? Like Scott was saying today, you know, the, the, 15 um, year old that was killed at the bus stop, that's nowhere on the news. He had to like really dig for the article on it. And it was only local news. Had it been, you know, a trans, you know, on their agenda or their trans stuff or whatever, you know, if it fit their narrative, it would have been all over the news. But because this is a white kid, oh no, they're not going to put it on the news. And of course, you know, being West Coast, it's like, well, we're going to ignore this, cover it up, sweep it under the rug. Meanwhile, you know, you've got BLM Tifa going crazy in Ohio and crazy all over. Like it's it's really we're seeing good versus evil. So on that with with the um conservation and everything with that board, Nathan I can just say is to is I will pray for you on it and follow your heart because Jesus knows the heart and he's not gonna lead you wrong.
1: I appreciate that. And I actually would ask for a specific prayer in that regard. Um, there is a job opportunity I'm hoping to pursue. Uh, actually, I'm gonna solicit it if you wanna call it that because I wanna kind of make the proposal um, to a, a company and I'm hoping that they respond kindly to it and are willing to consider it. So if you can pray that they take consideration of my um, soon upcoming proposal um, I would, I would greatly appreciate that.
2: Oh sure, definitely, brother. You got prayers for sure. I, I love too. to. So if anybody just gives me a prayer, I will pray and pray and pray. I love to pray. <laughs> I probably talk God's ear off way too much because I'm also a chatty Cathy,
4: as y'all are already. Um,
1: I've
2: well, got. Nikki,
1: I'm gonna hop off real fast. That way, I can actually hear the the rest of the show. Um, outside of my earbuds. <laughs>
2: Ah, okay, brother. Have a good evening. Thank you for calling in. Uh, love you brother. <laughs> a blessed night.
1: You too. Night.
2: Alright guys, I've got one more little short clip. I know we're running over, but like I said, I'm here for you guys and we're just going to get through this as we need to. Um, and as father guides. This one is from Jazz Jennings. It was from an interview with Matt Walsh. She regrets the whole transitioning. So I'm gonna play this. I tried to clip it as best as I could.
3: Now for years, but isn't happy. I think we have the clip of that. Let's watch it. So um,
2: are you feeling like you wanted to start talking about? Are you okay? I'm okay. I get them to cry. But you, you know I can't get out of my head. I know. No, listen. <laughs> it just doesn't stop. It's okay. Give me a hug. It's okay. I know what you're going through. We've been there before. No, it still doesn't stop. now. and I'm already going but back more, to negative. You're, but the more you're
4: talking about yourself, it gets harder. Mm-hmm. You're digging
2: in, and you're—it's making you put a, a magnifying glass on what's mm-hmm. already difficult as it is. So this is hard for you, I know. And you don't—we don't, don't want to push. You I anymore. know. I'm the one doing it. Like I know you're your own worst enemy. I feel kind of all over the place and like my mind is very cluttered and not clear. And I really want to have that clarity. I really want to understand myself and be able to read my own soul and what I want. And it's just very challenging. And I think I'm kind of breaking down a little bit and spiraling into negativity. I just, I don't care. All I want is to be happy and feel like me and I don't feel like me ever.
3: uh, Okay. So that's, Actually in a in a really depressing
2: sorry guys, I tried to clip that best I could. Um so that's Jazz Jennings and she's also one that's on TLC. She's got a show. She was transitioning and the hormones and I'm just gonna tell you guys point blank, these puberty blockers, Lupron, they give to child molesters. It's a castration agent that they give to pedophiles that they're giving to our children. This topic is something that weighs really strong on my heart because these children are just trying to fit in and they've been neglected by parents who because of a system of taxation and and even if both parents are working it's almost impossible to make ends meet these children are being you know because mom is working dad's working the home has been divided and they did it on purpose now these children are raising themselves. They're what is called latchkey children. And these children are raising themselves. And it's not fair. It's not something that should happen. It looks like Jason, our Bowler man is trying to connect, but I'm not sure if it connected. Are you there?
3: Yeah, I just put myself on mute. Can you hear me? Okay.
2: Ah, I can, and I actually see you on their Pot Bean is it's doing phenomenal tonight. Like, I am in shock.
3: How are they're you taking, doing, brother? It. Good. Maybe that's why they're taking it down for maintenance. Um, You know, I'm just going to, I just wanted to call in and chime in on what you said about homeschooling and, you know, and, and, and what you were just saying about parenting. Um, I had the fortunate um, ability that uh, most of my kids' life, um, they were in a, only one parent was working. Unfortunately. I got him when they were 9 and 3 and then it the one parent that was working was me and so I you know from for a number of years I raised him as a single dad. So as a single parent it was you know at that time there was no way I could have homeschooled. Um but I gave both of my kids a a, a church upbringing. Um uh they both had salvation experiences at, at at Sunday school. Um for a while my son was uh super involved with his youth group. Um but whenever I swear it was it was things that they learned in school, but um, you know I, I'm on the the other end of that spectrum. I'm sure um, if you've listened to the Godcast, you've heard part of that. Te- my testimony is my my daughter went is is down that trans road, and even that was after you know being what, raised in a levering environment. And um, I just got a second. What you said, if you can possibly do it, get your kids out of school.
2: Oh, man, brother, I'm sorry about that. like it's tough. and that's what a lot of people are seeing. and it's you know, homeschool is is something that it's daunting at first as a mom that debated it um, because when when Covid happened, you know, I was a nurse before, and i was I did sixteen and a half hour shifts, usually four to five days a week. I was scheduled three. But i do more so that way i could have because I, my work schedule it was basically three and a half days a week um yeah. and so it well, worked really is really a month so i was i would more to take like a whole month off and go do whatever with the kids in the summer and they didn't need that money or those trips they needed their mom there and thankfully they got through but i've got one now that's you know she's got a best friend that's going through this transgender stuff and it just breaks my heart man because i'm like i knew this little girl from little and it's like what can we do to help to help them we've got to help them
3: well i think I think the stance that we have is, as the word says, and um, you know, um, then that's that there are two genders, and that's that's it, you know. And you know, he he says that homosexuality is a sin, and we just have to call it what it is. Um, and sometimes it's tough, you know. I, I had to tell my daughter, I had to tell her, I said, um, you know, I love you and I will support you, um, but um. This is, you know, this is not how you were raised, um, and I'm not going to change what I know know to be true to massage um, your feelings, you know, and eyes you know, that, you know, I wasn't going to use her pronouns. Um, I t- told her you know, I will I will find other ways to to talk to you and talk about you. I'll use your first name, but I'm not going to call you him. So um, just I had to stand on God's word, you know, so. I think that's what we all have to do, whether it's in conversation or um, whether it's uh, with our family members, or you know what we're teaching our kids, um, what we talk about around the water cooler at work. Um, you know, it's it's just the truth, and it's it's going crazy in our in our society right now. Take a stand, and we don't stand up and say this is wrong. Um, it's just going to become more normalized.
2: You are compl- that—that's the word normalized. That's that's the issue is that it's become normalized and now we've got to denormalize it. As hard as it is gonna be. And I can't think of anything else harder, brother, than than having to be like that with your child and, and lay it down. But ultimately I think back to Abraham and Isaac. Abraham was gonna sacrifice Isaac to God because he was following the Lord, doing what the Lord said, and because he was doing what the Lord said, Isaac was spared. I, I can't say that's why. Yeah. Let me rephrase that. While doing what the Lord told him to do, an Abraham wrote as instead of Isaac. So, Isaac was allowed to live, but that was because Abraham followed what God said. Abraham was was obedient. What we've got to do, you know, we've got to be faithful servants that our children, and this is where it, it sounds heartless sometimes. And it hurts me to even say, because I would do just about anything for my children. And you understand that you're a parent, you know. But I'm not going against my Lord and Savior because God gave them to me only for a short time. They're not mine. I don't own no. them. They're God's. They're not mine. And that, that sounds kind of cruel and, and maybe disassociated and to some people, but it's really not. When you look at the overall, if you truly believe that God's the creator of all things, we know God created life. And as Jesus says, I knew you even before I formed you, I knew you in the womb. These children, just like ourselves, don't belong to anyone but Father God. And so how can we sit there and claim to have ownership of it? Like, like I do that with even land or flowers, because I don't feel guilty if I commandeer some flowers that are in a botanical garden, maybe. Um, not maybe. Definitely. I, I took some flowers from the botanical gardens. I took some really good ones, but I didn't like rob it bad, but that's God. God created that. So it's there for everyone. And I share openly with everyone, just like this family does, you know? So who could try to say that they can claim ownership over anything when it's all god's it's not ours that's the flesh that talks you know and that's the flesh that in us that we have to overcome like i was talking about today when we were discussing jeremiah on sister scripture we have to overcome that flesh in order to be able to be true servants and disciples of christ and part of that is you know we we may be faced with that decision come the end that may be one of those choices that my best friend actually brought to my attention lisa brought to my attention she's like hey what if what if that choice that mark that whatever is where we've got to choose our child and god and i was like girl you better choose god i'm sorry but look at Abraham. you better choose god and that's where it's it's this right here makes it, that's where it makes it so tough because we want to protect our children and we want to guard them. That's our role as parents. But at the same time, we have to be able to also let them experience, I guess. Sorry, I was gonna get off the soapbox and let you have a chance to talk. I get too chatty, to Kathy, and I try not to interrupt my guests. No, I, I
3: was letting you. I was letting you finish your thought. You know, uh, I, I hate to say it, but you know, we it it was we were told this was going to happen. You know, um, uh, you know, it's in Matthew, it's in a couple of the Gospels, but Jesus said, "Come to turn daughters against their mothers and son-in-laws against their mother-in-laws," and you know children against their parents, it's, it's going to happen. So and this is, just, this is just one of those dividing lines, right? So I, would, I just, I did want to respond a little bit to something to say, you know, the only, the only way to respond to it is to respond in love, right? But if you're, if you lie about it, and or you don't say anything, and you are passive, and um, don't and, and, and let it become normalized, um, you're really not loving the person. Who's caught up in the sin because um, to love them is to tell them the truth, right? So, I mean, it, it does not mean that, you know, you uh, um, you go up to someone who's obviously, you know, struggling with these issues and, you know, tell them that they're a sinner. That needs to happen in relationship, right? But if you're in relationship with someone, you're in, you know, friendship or, or you know, however that works or however that looks it at some point you're you're obligated to say something because to not say something is would be a lie
2: you're completely right and and but on that um let me just interject this one thing is that because it is scriptural for us to go to or more to that person in private so it ain't like oh well me and Boilerman can have a disagreement about something in in scripture and I could just you know uh Tam can just go to him and say oh you're wrong blah 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 blah." it does not work like that but like say I did something wrong and I didn't realize it just like what happened in Job and Tam and Ryan And I'm just calling them out because they're they're right there at the top of my screen right this second. But so Tam and Ryan's like, Hey, Nikki, you did that wrong. This is what God tells us to do. Just letting you know, I mean, there there's a right and a wrong. I I think there's a right and a wrong way. There's definitely a right and a wrong way to approach people. And you're not going to do it stern and authoritative because you want to do it, in my opinion, from an equal ground, like I can
3: yeah. respect. I think that I was just gonna. Say, uh, I I think that you know social media has made us um and less compassionate people to our fellow man. I swear because we have no problem calling someone out in the chat room when we think they're wrong, you know, or or we uh, we 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 get a, a bone to pick with you know someone who has an opposite idea of you know that then on scripture or, or, you know, just the world in general, you know, and we get, in, we or we let ourselves get, you know, almost sometimes angry online, but we're not willing to tackle the one problem we know we could approach with love. that's in, you know, our immediate sphere of influence. That's the problem.
2: Oh brother. You're right. Like people hide behind a screen because they can be this fake persona. And that was the biggest contributor of what I call, and I don't mean this completely derogatory, guys, okay? Women suffer from it too, men more so. It's just a term that stuck with me like God tied my shoelaces. Lil Red will love when she hears that. But I call it, and y'all love me, still love me, I call it little man syndrome, but it's really a self esteem issue. Like people have, they don't realize their own worth because they're comparing themselves to what everybody else is out there doing, which is totally what the devil wants and totally against what God wants, because God creates us each unique and in our own ways. We're all the body of Christ. Me and you both aren't meant to be the right arm. You know, only one person could be the right arm. One person could be the left arm. You know, it's, it's not like we could all be the same. Do we have similarities? Yeah. There's blood vessels that go through the left and the right arm. Guess what? There's veins and capillaries and nerves. And, and together, that whole system works. If, if you cut off the arm, though, part of that body is not going to work anymore. And that's our problem is that we cannot come together anymore in respect of the differences and love because we're and this is this is my opinion guys i'm just giving y'all my soapbox here like i did this morning but facebook was away and, and myspace myspace too i'm not gonna sit there and say myspace or even aol i was at the beginning of this internet my my generation created this internet of webs and internet of things and so you know people are able to be whatever whomever but that's that's the disguise of wickedness and of evil because i mean if you think about it look at the garden of adam and eve when eve was deceived you know it wasn't because i i don't think it was because she was like completely fooled it was because there was some really good trickery going on and just like now we've got a lot of trickery and it's gotten even worse since the days of the old dial-up and you hear that you know sounds um so i hope that wasn't too loud for you guys but you know you heard all of that and and then we progressed from those days to DSL, and then we had the the World Trade Center and the Patriot Act, Act. and then we had so much of our freedom stolen, and we were just trying to be good people because we were seeing all of the bad. They were like, okay, we're going to be the good ones of, of this earth. But in that process, somewhere, somehow, people got mixed up and forgot God wasn't a hippie. Jesus wasn't a hippie. God did some very violent things Jesus was the perfect person perfect man that could ever be but we need to have that fiery backbone and that courage you know that that people used to have these easy times are making weak people and we can't have that we've got to have people that are actually gonna stand firm on their faith and know that what God tells them is true And he's gonna have their back
3: yeah what's that saying that um good times create soft men i I can't remember it now someone in chat will know it though um Uh, basically it says it's you know that that when when times are good it you know uh it's it, it it creates soft men but when times are when when times are hard um it creates you know strong men and strong men make good times it's just like this this we're calling this cycle right but we need to always be, um, remember, you know, Christ suffered. Hebrews says Christ suffered to learn obedience. So, you know, what doesn't kill us just makes us stronger. And, and whatever you're going through, it's, it's, it's not there to tear you down. It's there to build you. Up.
2: That's some truth right there. I think it was um, hard times create strong men. Strong men create easy times, easy times create weak men.
3: Yeah, that was it.
2: I think that I remember that it stuck with me and yep, my memory is getting better every day, but sometimes it's not very good, but that was one that's kind of stuck with me. I was like, wow, you know, you got those moments. Sometimes it's just like. <gasps> Yes, that's it. Okay, Tam posted it. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. And weak men create hard times. The quote from a post-apocalyptic novel by the Arthur G. I mean, it's G. It's, it's true. It's so very true. It is true. Well, bowler man? You got anything else you want to add, brother?
3: No, um, I don't. I don't think so. Um, I guess to sum up your episode, um, don't use their pronouns.
2: Heck yeah, I like it. We ain't using their pronouns. We're refused, right?
3: I think we have to.
2: We, we really do need to. We we, we are going to have to reject this. Because if we don't reject it, it's going to continue. And this is really a mental disorder. Like the whole Dylan Mulvaney. I've had some really good fun jokes. I mean, God made me this way. So he made me with humor. And, and the demon possessed brother-in-law, which if you listen to my morning show, you'll get. Um... But he come in with some Bud Light, and I was like, oh, bro, you're supposed to go get a, tra- a chain, and you come back with tranny fluid. What are you doing? You know, at least Coors Light, even though they made a really bad stunt with the Holy Water, they they didn't do Dylan Mulvaney. The, the one American beer, Anheuser-Busch, then they sold... And now it's just so I don't so drink fast.
3: anything. I don't drink anything but craft beer anymore.
2: Well, you're about to have to like I, I mean, people are really going to I see what the microbrewery got popular because you're really going to have to start making your own. And coffee I guys. I do make you my own like, actually. It's
3: been a while, but uh I've, I've made quite a few. I've made quite a few batches and they turn up
2: Oh nice, you might have to talk with my husband then on that because he would probably love some recipes. We've got one of the uh micro brewers and uh I'm not too far from our popcorn site so we've got some different ways we can make different things here in the south with some
3: really good laws. So
2: um he might need you some to swap some stories on some recipes with the craft beer.
3: Oh yeah, because he's on what kind go- of what type of beer does he like?
2: And he, he likes the, um, he likes IPAs. He likes Sam Adams. He likes the, um, Blue Moon with an orange slice. Uh, alright the-
3: I'll, uh, I'll send, I'll, I'll send you a link to it. If he, he wants to, if he wants to brew beer, um, the best, the, one of the, the easiest and best recipes is a really good IPA clone from, uh, from California. Um, used to be like the top IPA in the world, but, uh, it's an easy one to make. I'll, I'll send you, I'll send you a link.
2: I, I love me and love you forever for that. So that'd be awesome. Yeah, because I actually, um, I don't know if this will work with what you're going to send me, but I did, um, you guys all know that I love seeds. I am like Thomas Alexander, or not, not Thomas Alexander, Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson was a very big avid seat collector and I'm an avid seat collector and Some of the seeds that I have recently obtained was the hops. I can't plant them till fall um, because of when how they grow in my zone. But
3: I've never never planted hop seeds. Um, I've always gotten rhizomes before. I actually have um, a couple um, growing here on the on the on the farm. And uh, um, yeah, so I've never grown hops from seeds before, though. That's awesome.
2: Well, we'll see. I'm, I'm kind of like the modern day Ellie Mae. I'm just trying to figure out how to do any and everything that I can. Like, it's yeah. like, yeah. while the internet is here, I'm learning and soaking up like a sponge, any and everything that I can. And so I'm usually like ping ponging around, like, you know, trying to be able to, uh, to get what I need to know or what I feel like I need to know. I probably don't need to know most of it because I know God's going to take care of it regardless i'm just like i don't know probably wasting time but at the same time it, 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 waste the time because when you get your feet and your hands in the dirt it's grounding like i mean in the literal sense but also in a sense that you're one with nature and you're one with god and what he created because he created all of that you know and so Getting your hands and your feet down in the dirt, and just planting something regardless if it's if it dies, which I've killed so much stuff, my chickens have killed more things than I have to, to be honest, so yes. out of my Keep garden
3: yourself in the dirt for sure, absolutely yeah. hey sister i gotta run my uh, my bluetooth is dying, so i'm gonna say uh thanks for letting me pop in and um i will uh, I will talk to you later
2: all to you, thank you. Um, so I see Steve says he's not a drinker anymore, but I figured that I could use it to trade for something else. You're, that's smart. That's very smart. Thank you, Bowler Man, again, for calling in. And I'll say thank you, uh, to Moon I appreciate you guys calling in. Um, we have, like, really hit a record time. And I'm probably gonna hit my time out in a minute. I didn't even realize. I've had so much fun with you guys. And and love to be able just to talk with y'all and be back with family, guys. Like, I missed you guys last week. And having Podbean not work and being out on Monday and... Er, it's not been fun. So I've had a wonderful night with you guys. And we're going to take some prayer requests. I'm going to play some music while I gather the prayer requests. Um i know we had one we've got the one for nathan but if anybody else has any other or moonwolf i'm sorry i'm sorry sorry moonwolf i will probably call you out by your real name scott does it too um and he called me out but if you guys have any prayer requests put them in the chat while i've got the music going i'll leave the music going for about a minute and a half um to give you guys some time and let me get something to drink my throat is super scratchy, and I probably sound like a really bad scratchy cracker southern redneck gal right now. prayer request? Steve, I'm glad you're feeling better, brother. He said he got up this morning running a fever. He got outside, started doing his honey-do list, and now he's fine. Yeah, I try to do something fine in between, you know. On that I gotta look at it if if it stays working after tonight again um, just FYI cleanup stuff Birds FM is on at 9 p.m. which is coming up in about 19 minutes now um, but there will be no live fishers of men tonight uh, because Podbean is updating there's also no Kilted Christian So after Bards FM, that's it for tonight, guys, because Podbean is updating. I guess I broke it because it's actually working. Sorry. I usually break or retire things, so, or people. Anybody got any other prayer requests before we pray? We all do need the breath. I saw where you slept in this morning, Steve. You you did need the rest, brother. We need like I've been really tired. I don't know about you guys, but I have been very tired lately. Like more so than normal. Normally I sleep on yeah. My brain likes seven to eight hours. I can function on an hour and a half to three hours. Lately, I've been getting a toss and turn and uncomfortable, maybe five hours. But that's really not like a good sleep, right? It's like I wake up and my back is just hurts and I have a good mattress. Like, I don't, I don't get it. It makes no sense. And it looks like we have all are sleeping late today. We all needed the the sleep. All right, guys, well, we're going to go ahead and pray. If you're not driving and you are where you can close your eyes and bow your heads, please do so. We're going to pray to Father uh, because we need to heal some people, and I love to pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful family that you have brought to my life. And by bringing it to my life, you've brought all of us just together um, through Bards, through Duncan on Kilda Christian, and through all of the different shows. We've all become a family, and this family is just a wonderful blessing that you've bestowed upon us. So thank you, Father. Thank you for giving us the ability to be able to read your word and understand the scriptures, to know what is good and what is bad, to know that this manipulation of our children by society for money, and I know it's for money, Because Vanderbilt's making a ton of it off of the transgender reassignment surgeries, as well as Seattle Grace, Grace Loan, and many other hospitals are just making so much money off of these children. It's, It's truly like ball worship, God. And Father, I didn't do it. We didn't do it, Father, but we are so sorry that you're using our children in this way like it's just so wrong god and so we ask for your forgiveness we ask for your healing and your cleansing of our land because father god we have we have prayed and we have gone out there and we have repented and we've done all that we can do to lead those sheep that are astray back to you father god but still they want to go out into their own and and do their own things so father we just pray that you give us that strength and that courage and that discernment to accept the ones that we can't bring back but to be able to have the courage to bring back those that need rescuing that are still on the grasp and on the cusp of the edge just waiting for somebody to reach out and 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 help them and tell them that Jesus loves them as much as he loves us all no matter what they've done no matter what they did in their past or or matter who they are father because you love us all individually you created us you loved us even before we even come into being you loved us and that's so beautiful God For our brother Nathan Moonwolf, who is working so diligently in his community and trying to do the right work, Father God, and and just go by your word, Father. I pray for your blessings upon him and for uh, Boulder Man, for Dawn and for Tam, for Brother Steve and Ryan and his wife Angie and their family for brother ron as he and burke and mary just go on with the Godcast. for our beautiful sister as she goes through her day-to-day life and and just continues to make people smile and 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 god just for our brother for scott who leads so many of us in our day-to-day life and and helps us to be able to discern for Murfat and for DJ Shaw, um, Father, just be with them, especially with with DJ Shaw as she goes in and helps homeschool people, and Murfat as she tries to to help her children and her husband, and for Laura Lee and, and for Echoes, Father God, we're so blessed and thankful for you to. to I've given them into our lives, as well as Jeff, and Insidious, and Duncan, and Raina. Sorry, Raina. Living. God, thank you for all of them who have blessed us so wonderfully. Father, I thank you also for my husband, who I pray for. I pray for your blessings upon him, as his family is trying very deceptive ways to try to divide him from them and and just separate those ties father i pray that you bind any evil that tries to come into that family i rebuke it by the blood on the cross of jesus it, that, that it cannot have a hold on my family, on my husband's family, and any of our families. We are not going to allow this evil into our families, into our lives, or to have a hold of us, Father God, because you are with us. You give us the courage. You give us the strength of fire and the ability to stop on snakes and scorpions because Luke ten nineteen tells us that. Thank you, Father God, for all of the wonderful blessings you've given us. Thank you for Jesus, who died on that cross. It was not in vain, because that amazing grace is what's going to keep all of us going. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. In your name I pray, amen. It's not me crying, it's the onions. Sorry, guys. Why do I do that? Why do I feel like I need to say I'm sorry? I don't know. I love praying to our Father because He loves us so very, very much. He does. He loves us. Jesus gave it all for all of us because even though we're not worthy, he loves us. And, and no matter what I'm sorry guys, it's been a it's been a long week. But no matter what you're faced with, because we have God and we have Jesus. I mean how how can we not believe? How can you not know that you're loved? How, how can anyone continue to do any evil when that man, that wonderful, beautiful soul that is Jesus Christ went up and gave his life for us? How can anybody be selfish? hell i i just don't i don't understand how they could do this to the children and to everybody else i don't i don't get it guys and that's why my prayers are very very personal because i it comes from the heart it, and, and there's no right or wrong way to pray i've been asked before how how do you pray there's scripture that tells you but it comes from the heart it comes from what god puts on your heart and right now my heart's heavy because i see so much pain for my bard's family and the prayers and and what's going on in all of our lives and i feel it i feel each of your pain and your worries and your frustrations and and i get it you're not alone guys you're not alone And I'm just going to end it with that, is that you're not alone because not only is Jesus there for you, but if you ever need anything, I'm there for you as well. I appreciate and love each and every one of you. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart, you guys have been an awesome blessing from God uh, that I needed last week to get through and all of your your prayers and messages and everything they they weren't unnoticed Uh, they were appreciated even if I didn't get to respond to them all they were um, very appreciated and just know that I am very grateful for you guys I'm gonna close with a new song that I found today Um, if this is, if I can get my phone to turn right, this is Light Shine, Simply Prodigal. It comes from, um, I hope she's still here. Dawn in um, California sent this to me. It's Parable of the Vineyard. I've shared it in Christ Followers before, um, so... And I think I shared it also in Echoes, and I shared it in Christ Followers. But this song was so touching. These guys do a Passover event that I want to go to next year uh, because they did it this year. This was the second year. I assume they're going to do it next year. And I think it'd be wonderful just to attend and just have that fellowship. But here it is, you guys. Have a wonderful blast night. I'm signing off after this for the night when the song's over. I'm exhausted. I love you all, but if I if I happen to be on Bards FM, I'm probably not going to be in live chat. I'm just I, I'm tired. Uh, I really am. Last week was very hard on me. I did Bloodlines and and Rebuking Prayers, and I, I just had a long, hard week. So I'm going to take some time to uh, rejuvenate. But if you guys have prayer requests for uh, Benedite tomorrow dm them to me um or email them at nikki knight at protonmail.com by 2 p.m eastern time tomorrow i'll send them into scott so that way you guys um we can all pray together because prayer changes everything prayer works abel doesn't want us to realize that but it does work it changes things you guys have a wonderful blessed night sweet dreams God bless, and I love you all.
0: We get to see and call ourselves to be at all that it takes to. ...into a tree, we live in our days, but it's on the sea, when only by the powerful ways, the opportunity, yeah. Good, oh, yeah. what a consolation, but it's a life of snowfall, so. winter in the breeze, crazy the crazy little storms. And we thank you for the war that you brought up our hearts. Let your spirit not go. All that we gain, light shine brightly for you walking in spirit walking in truth let a light shine brightly for you walking in spirit walking in truth let Shine brightly for you, walking in spirit, walking in true. Buried in the earth, I want to come to me. The by the storm, or river in the freeze. We praise you in the storm, and we thank you for the warmth that you brought upon our hearts. Let your spirit not depart all that we've gained, all that we've lost, hold on the pain and call of the cost, to bear up our cross, bear up